look, I'm not the most technical person, but I'm on calls with prospects, with customers. And so I now, I'll actually just share my screen and pull up Lane's uh, chat functionality. And we'll ask the questions that I don't know the answer to. So somebody asks a really complex technical question about a security protocol. I can put that in the chat. It'll answer the question. You know, obviously there might still be some follow-ups that we want to discuss, but if I don't have to go do that research or go do that digging after the call, that's a huge win for me. It's a huge win for the customer to not have to wait for a follow-up. Today, I'm honored to be speaking with Lauren Kennedy, who's head of customer success at Glean. Um, and side note, she is a fellow JMU alum. Lauren, go thanks Dukes. for joining me. Yeah, go Dukes. Yeah. Especially my, this year, right? It's been a fun year. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been a really fun year for sports over, over at JMU in Harrisonburg. Yeah. It's a, it's a different era from when I was there, but that was long, long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Lauren heads customer success at Glean. I think the first question would be, what is Glean for those who don't know? So you could give us a little bit of background on, you know, what Glean is and does. And then I think just because it's, it's kind of a unique idea, what you do there as head of customer success. Yeah, absolutely. So Glean is the work assistant that helps you do your work just more efficiently and more effectively um, underneath everything with Glean. Uh, is our search engine, which is AI powered. Um, it has access to the real-time info uh, and doc documents and content that folks have, have access to in the organization um, across hundreds of different of apps, Slack, Salesforce, Microsoft 360, all the Google workspace. Um, and then it's really uh, today we're the, we're the only solution that's allowing companies um, to do that search engine functionality. Um, and help folks find that just accurate, secure, and, and reliable information for them. And then obviously, I think we've all heard of generative AI. Um, so things have changed in the last couple of months. Um, and Glean also now has generative AI chat functionality for the enterprise as well. So, so how would people, just give us like a use case, typical use case for people who aren't as imaginative. How would you deploy Glean and what would you do with it? Yeah, absolutely. So there's Obviously, job-specific searches that folks can do, but there's also some really, uh, really common ones, right? So how do I file my W-2? Or when is our open enrollment season? Or what is our vacation policy? These are all pieces of information that are known within our organization, but probably live on a wiki that's 500 pages long um, and buried really deep in there and, and just the time to go find it. And it might be on a wiki, it might be in a doc, it might be in a Slack message that somebody sent last week. Um, and so what Glean does is it allows people to go and do that search in one place, that kind of single pane of glass, and Glean will pull up that answer for them regardless of where that piece of information lives within the company. Oh, is that all? Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking through the, the technical implications of that kind of a solution, like connecting those different data sources is no small thing. No. It's, it's a giant undertaking. So how does, without going too deep into weeds, how does Glean manage all that? Yeah, absolutely. So... There's a couple of things that I think if we take a step back with Glean help is one, our founder and CEO was one of the first and distinguished engineers for search at Google. So there's about 10 people on the planet that could build something like this. And he's one of them, which is great. Um, and then we leverage to the uh, applications that we're connecting to specifically, we leverage as much as possible out of the box APIs. So a lot of the applications that you work with today have functionality built already to send the information 
And importantly, what comes with that is the permissions as well. So if I do a search and somebody on our engineering team does the same search, we're going to get different results based off of first and foremost, what we have access to. And then things like our role, our title, our location, our tenure at the organization, what other people close to us have looked for. So we use AI to take all of those factors into consideration on top of those out-of-the-box APIs. So if there is such a thing as a typical organization, who within the typical organization would be your main kind of client? Would it be the HR group or would it be ops or, you know, how does that, how does that conversation kind of initiate? Yeah. One of the things that I find really fun at Glean in particular working with our customers is that the audience is truly anybody that's sitting behind a computer um, in, in terms of an end user perspective. But in terms of the folks that were, uh, as the CS team talking with most directly, that are owning the system or the admins of the system, it does tend to be IT, HR. A lot of our customers do also have knowledge management orgs within their companies. And so those are folks where really it's the responsibility to make sure that content exists, is up to date, is visible and, and searchable and findable by everybody. So kind of those three tend to be the core contacts. But in terms of end users, the departments that use Glean the most really consistently, um, engineering, support, sales, um, and you can think about it again with all of those roles, they each have the standard questions that they're asking, but also questions and content that they're looking for that's really specific to their job. I mean, partially because of your job title, but I'm also thinking that that an application like Glean could be hugely helpful to people in customer service who are trying to understand context for somebody's problem and then figure out a solution uh, quickly before, you know, things escalate and get ugly. This could be a great tool for that. Or did I just make that up? No, you did not make that up. Um, yeah, we have a number of customers that use Glean for their support teams. Um, and they've seen, you know, I wish I could, I wish I could tell you all the numbers that we've seen in terms of seconds and minutes being saved on these interactions with their customers, but it's huge. It's really, really impactful. Um, so yeah, support teams, absolutely a big one. Um, even sales folks, we hear a lot too of, and um, I've actually done this before of, look, I'm not the most technical person, but I'm on calls with prospects, with customers. And so I now, I'll actually just share my screen and pull up Glean's uh, chat functionality. And we'll ask the questions that I don't know the answer to. So somebody asks a really complex technical question about a security protocol. I can put that in the chat. It'll answer the question. You know, obviously there might still be some follow-ups that we want to discuss, but if I don't have to go do that research or go do that digging after the right. call, that's a huge win for me. It's a huge win for the customer to not have to wait for a follow-up. For whatever reason, um, well, because we've worked really hard to, to, to build this audience, there are a lot of people in our universe who live and breathe in the CX space. Like CX is just a really big thing for yeah. our audience. It's a nice chunk of our readership and, and listenership. Um, and I've seen applications that, you know, they're using large language models and gen AI to kind of bring context to conversations, mm -hmm. you know, like, like real time context, uh, tone of voice, those kinds of things. Um, but I don't know that I've ever seen anybody with an application like this that can kind of go through every channel available to dredge up the right information at the right moment. Am I am I overstating that? It just seems like, or did I miss something? Too good to be true, huh? Um, well, you're not overstating it at all. Um, 
and even I think some of a little bit we were getting to is like, can we get a customer 360 from using a tool like this and have it be not just the 360 of some of the standard 360s we think of in tools for CX and CS, but also the 360 of what Slack conversations have been happening about the customer, what decks have been created recently for the customer, all the way back to like, what was the order form for the customer and, and what did that look like? So yeah, I do that very regularly before I hop on a call with a customer. I'll just just throw their name into the search um, and then it'll pull up. Yeah, exactly that. I can, I can reference Salesforce, Slack, Drive, uh, whatever CS tool you're using to really just kind of say, okay, here's the lay of the land. Here's what's hap been happening recently. Here's who's, talk who's talked to who. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's hugely impactful. Um, and then, yeah, just also getting summarizations of, because um, the chat functionality does, if we, I'm sure everybody listening has played around with chat GPT at this point. I don't um, know what you mean. Yeah, what? Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the Glean functionality, you can think of very similar, right? But it is pointing to your company's knowledge. And so I can also go in there and say, look, summarize, you know, and we have a Slack channel about a customer. I can go in and say, summarize for me the last three weeks of Slack messages in this channel. So I can get an idea of what's been talked about internally about that customer as well. As of today, there are 1,237 technologies on G2 listed as loyalty platforms. There are 560 loyalty technologies on Captera. My question is, how do you navigate all that? The answer, if you're an enterprise level user, is that there are a handful of organizations out there that are happy to help you figure that out. But if you're a mid-market user, well, good luck. There's a massive pool of options, features, integrations, stack dependencies and complications, an almost innumerable amount of stuff to sort through just to arrive at some sort of shortlist. That was the thinking behind Trift. Trift, T-R-I-F-F-T, is a smart loyalty platform designed from the ground up to provide mid-market retail and restaurant operators with a full-featured yet easy-to-use loyalty solution. It was built by a team of loyalty veterans who saw that while platform sales were going up, usage and adoption were stagnant because the technologies were too complicated, had too many features, needed too much manpower, required too much IT input, etc., etc., etc. Triff's entire reason for being is to help mid-market businesses deliver on their complex loyalty strategies without the tech bloat that so often accompanies such things. Smart, huh? That's Trift. Smart loyalty. Trift. T-R-I-F-F-T dot I-O. Do you find that in the, because you're, you're, you're in a client facing role as well, right? Yeah. You're, yeah. So do you find as you're talking to existing users of Glean that they're using it kind of in those same ways or what are, maybe a better way to phrase this is, what are some of the more unexpected ways that people are using Glean? Oh, that's a fun question. Yeah, I, I would say they definitely use it in the ways that we're, you know, that we are as well, which makes it very fun to work at and, and easy to talk about. That's why these conversations are so fun for me, because I'm like, this is just what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, we have we have had customers come up with some pretty unique things that they're doing, particularly with this new chat functionality. Um, we've had customers run, you know, entire manager training sessions out of Glean because we do have some knowledge management functionality as well. So they've done you know, that kind of traditional manager enablement training sessions. Um, 
we also um, have customers where I think particularly in this economy, um, folks are taking on bigger and newer roles that they haven't necessarily done before. And so we've been hearing a lot from people of, hey, I took on the role of three people all of a sudden and Glean is the thing that's keeping me above water here and actually helping me learn this new role that I'm doing because I'm able to go back and reference existing materials. I'm able to reference past conversations and I'm able to, to essentially learn how to do a new job. We had a customer who totally unprompted wrote a wonderful uh, LinkedIn post about Glean in that exact context of like, I basically started a new role and it's helping me get up to speed on this. And those are just the stories that we love, love to hear. Wow. Um, so here's a really dumb question. I may actually cut this out of the recording because it's that dumb. <laughs> so um, when Glean is parsing through all the information that lives in an organization, does it ha does that information have to be in some kind of a live electronic format? And the reason I'm asking that question is I know I know a bunch of companies that have call it complex contracts that they've digitized and stuffed in a vault somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, and yet those contracts have to be referenced now and again. And like, I can tell you firsthand, some of these people are struggling yes. with not only finding it, but, but kind of figuring out how all those cross tabs work with the contracts that were signed subsequent. So mm -hmm. can Glean do that? If it can, I have like 10 phone numbers I have to give you. Um, it's not a dumb question at all. And sorry about the calendar alert that just went off. Um, yeah, not, not a dumb question at all. The answer is, uh, most likely, yes, it depends a little bit, but we do particularly with our larger customers have a lot of still on-prem, uh, or information living in on-prem systems. And so we are able to connect to those. Um, but it does yeah, require a little bit of discovery into what's, the, what is the system? How is it? How are files hosted? But yeah, we we work with a fair number of on-prem systems, um, and then yeah, the the AI assistant functionality or this chat functionality can also help summarize documents um, as well. So those really long contracts, it can help pull out the part of the contract you know that a person is specifically looking for, which I've found to be hugely useful. I oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't I don't do the sales. I don't like reading through the contracts, but sometimes I do need to know something very specific. Um, so yeah, it, short answer, yes, but a little bit of it depends. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'll have my people get with your people on the... Perfect, we right. can do that. Right. Um, so let's look forward just a little bit. Let's, And that's actually difficult because Gen AI wasn't even a thing a year or so ago, yeah. and now it's everything. And yeah. you know, what's that going to look like for customer success in a year? Like, like where is Glean going next year what, yeah. what will this this landscape look like yeah i uh i like to always make the joke that i say please and thank you to all the ai tools that i use just so they remember that i was nice um but i do think realistically like ai's been around for a while uh, it, there's obviously been some ma massive changes in the last couple of weeks if not you know months uh, and year um so i do think some of it is like we don't totally know to be total to be honest um the way I've been talking about it with a lot of folks recently is kind of from two perspectives. One is AI can really start to reduce some of the job part of the job component of being a CSM or any role, right? I think 
any CSM knows that there's a fair amount of copying and pasting, making sure that information is accessible in whatever tool you're using, but then also to leaders, prepping them for calls, doing EBRs. There's, there's a lot of that just kind of moving your knowledge about a customer around your organization. So I do think AI will help with that sort of stuff. The, the job, again, the job part of the job, the stuff that's not necessarily critical thinking, but has to get done. It just has to, or I am really hoping that somebody can come up with some AI to help with contact cleanups, for example. Um, just the dreaded, like, hey, you know, an enterprise customer, you might have 50 contacts, somebody going in to check and make sure that everybody's still working there, that their titles haven't changed, that we have the appropriate mailing address and email address. Somebody can make AI to fix that. I would be, I would invest, I would buy, I would do whatever is needed. That's like the brass ring for all marketers for the past 15 years. Yeah. Like, please please somebody fix yeah. this problem. Yeah. So like that stuff would be great. Reduce, you know, reduce the job part of the job. And I, I do think AI can definitely, and it will, and is already doing a lot of that. Then I think it starts to get into more of the critical thinking analysis work that, that is really time consuming today. So things like creating a health score, for example. Um, and, and I don't mean just the literal, like surfacing it in an application. I mean, doing the analysis of what factors are important because every business is going to have a different health score. What's going to make sense for us is not going to be even, it's like a fingerprint, right? Your customer right, health. Right. Um, so I do think AI will start to help with some of that analysis as well. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that's how I'm seeing it from those two kind of lenses, reduce the job part of the job and start to help with some of the more critical thinking analysis work that goes into it. Um, but then I also, yeah, there's probably a third bucket out there that I haven't even thought of. Yeah. There's probably a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Um, I should have asked this question a little earlier, but it didn't occur to me because we just move so fast through the stuff, but are there specific industries where Glean has a deeper footprint than others? And um, the reason I'm asking is just because for context for the listeners, you know, where might they start thinking about the, the easiest places to deploy something like Glean? industry-wise? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. Um, and I realized I didn't totally answer your question of like, where is Glean going as well? So I can talk a little bit about that with it too. Um, we really, we've started to see a, a pretty big expansion across a lot of different industries. The starter place is tech companies because they do tend to have hundreds, if not thousands of SaaS applications that all have some piece of information in them. And and I think a good thing for everybody to, to think about too, it was an aha moment that I had at Glean really early on is knowledge is not just a document that somebody did a brain dump into. It's, it's the contract. It's the, you know, start date. It's the very specific start date of the contract, right? That's all knowledge within your organization. It's not necessarily something that somebody's really specifically put together. Um, so for these tech companies that have hundreds, if, again, if not thousands, of applications, there's a lot of knowledge out there. And so that's been, a, I would say, a good percentage of our first customer base was definitely tech organizations. And then uh, especially in the recent number of years, um, any company that's remote, hybrid, you know, doesn't have folks back in the office full time, Lean has been really powerful because you can't just go tap somebody on the shoulder and mm -hmm. somebody sending a Slack message is frankly annoying for both parties, right? If I have a question and I'm looking for something, I just want to go find it and get it. 
I, I always equate it to like when I'm going to a grocery store and looking for one specific item, I'm not going to walk up and down every single aisle looking for that item. I'm going to go find somebody who works at that grocery store and ask them what aisle that specific item is on. So you just want to get that answer. If then, and I know this and I should stop doing it, but it's also annoying for the person who's being asked the question sometimes, right? They're probably getting that same question five times a day. It's disruptive to their workflow. Uh, it's, you know, you, they might give a different answer depending on how much time they have to respond to people. Um, so in the world where a company is hybrid or, or remote, Glean has proven to be incredibly valuable in just helping people find the information they need without having to reach out to those subject matter experts. And then also importantly, doing it where they are. So Glean has a lot of different access points in its most kind of pure form. It's a browser extension. So you are in Chrome or your browser and you can just search Glean from a new tab or we have a sidebar with a keyboard shortcut. There's also a Slack bot as well. So if I'm in Slack and looking for something or looking for an answer, I don't have to leave what I'm doing to go get the answer. I can do it right there. Um, and that that's also proven to be really, when we talk to end users, the different access points, it's a really big um, fan favorite. Yeah, I was actually going to ask that, you know, what are some of the, <clears throat> the most important integrations that are, I could say the most common integrations, of course, Slack's got to be up at the top yeah. of the list or near it anyways. Yeah. Any others that you can think of? Slack is a big one. Um, Jira is a big one for the R&D teams tracking tickets. Similarly, GitHub, GitLab functionality is a big one. Um, for sales, Salesforce is, is a huge one. We have uh, what we call customer cards. So the way Salesforce is displayed in Glean, if I search for a company's name, it'll pull up uh, a nice little box that has dropdowns of contacts, opportunities, and a couple other fields. So you don't have to go into Salesforce. You can start getting that first view there. Um, yeah, Slack is definitely a huge one. And then Drive or uh, Microsoft Office, just where a lot of content lives. Right. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I still didn't totally answer the where is Glean going question, and I can definitely spend a minute or two on that if that's Yeah, let's let's go back to that. that that's good stuff. Okay. Yeah. Lauren Kennedy, where is Glean going? Yeah, uh, to the moon. Um, <laughs> uh, no, realistically, again, AI is, is changing a lot. And so we're starting to look at where can Glean help with things like workflows within systems? Where can we help with some automation? Where can our, our very strong base of AI help our customers start to develop their own AI tooling internally as well? Kind of think of a, a no-code AI almost in some ways. Um, uh, so it's always going to have the underpinning of search. In fact, that's that's really our differentiator is is any good work assistant tool needs to be able to do that search really, really well. And we've had that and we've had that for years and we've had that with our ex now expanding customer base. Um, so we have that underpinning, but now interesting things like, like this work assistant to help find information, to help generate answers, <laughs> but then also starting to think about what is that next generation of AI? It's, it's introducing AI in different, different workflows and different um, tooling.